Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Scottsy Business, and today we're here with Andre Polyakov, who is the co-founder and CEO of Coinberry. You've probably seen me talk with him before, but that was quite some time ago. So now we're coming back and uh, you know seeing everything that's changed since then. Uh, lots has happened in Canada, at least uh, re regarding regulation. So we're going to dive into all that. Uh, but before we do, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thanks for having me, and a pleasure to be uh, to be talking once again. Absolutely. So for people who missed the first interview, do you want to just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the crypto industry? Sure. So my name is Andre Polyakov. I'm uh, one of the co-founders and uh, the CEO of uh, Coinberry. We are um, Canada's uh, one of Canada's safest and uh, most secure crypto trading platforms. Um, I got personally into this space um, back in uh, early 2017 when we co-founded Coinberry. Um, I saw a massive opportunity uh, and, a, and an exciting industry and a new technology and, and an opportunity to bring that technology to um, to the masses. And uh, and so that was sort of the thesis for um, for getting started with Coinberry is really to create a platform that even, um, you know, even my grandparents could use um, to have exposure to and be able to buy and sell uh, some of the main uh, crypto assets available at the time. And so uh, here we are four years later, over four years at this point in time, um, making history and, uh, and and really just very exciting time for us. I'm looking forward to the discussion. Awesome. Awesome. So what was kind of the idea originally behind starting Coinberry and like what was kind of the the motivations behind that? So you got to you got to remember back in, um, you know, 2016, 2017, there were not a lot of platforms um where you could actually go and safely and conveniently um, buy Bitcoin. Back then, you still had a lot of people meeting at coffee shops. You had, you know, one or two platforms um, that ultimately some of them, you know, went out of business. We all know who that is. Um, uh, you know, and a lot of people lost their money with with those platforms. Um, so you didn't have any any real way to safely and securely actually buy Bitcoin. Like there was literally none. You you had to wait for month to get you know onboarded onto some platforms and uh, or you or you just have to meet somebody in a coffee shop neither one of which is very convenient or secure um so when we were starting out with coinberry you know that, that was our whole goal is how do we create a solution that average you know everyday um canadians can use that's 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 secure that's simple and that's that's convenient right um and so that's sort of how we started with that whole thesis of uh of, of creating Coinberry as a, as a platform and as a solution. Yeah. Yeah. And for people who are more used to, you know, using exchanges or like that's kind of what they're exposed to currently, what would you say are some of the main differences or, and from their perspective, what they could expect uh, from going from like an exchange to using something like Coinberry? Yeah. So Coinberry is a, is a brokerage, right? So we, um, we pride ourselves with pooling, liquidity. So we plug our algorithm into a number of global exchanges where we source, uh, you know, the coin that we um, that we offer to our clients. And ultimately, what that allows us to do is to have a very um, competitive offering on the market on the one hand, but ultimately, from a user perspective, we focus on providing for a simple experience, you're not going to find very complex um, you know, charting tools that you see, you know, in the movies uh, or whatnot, um, you know, very experienced traders use. We focus on providing, uh, you know, an experience that is available on the web, 
Uh, we are available on the, you know on the app store and the iOS store. So it's like it's very convenient. It's on your phone 24/7. Um, you, you know, if you're following the markets or if you're reading in the news and you want to uh, you know buy or sell, have exposure. At this point, we offer 19 cryptos on our platform. Um, back when you and I were talking a while back, I think we only had two maybe three so we've you know we've grown our offering and we have some really exciting ones on the platform now that we offer but ultimately our focus is on providing a very simple um experience so we're not after uh you know complex um or advanced charting uh, or trading uh users we are um we we are we are catering our our offering to as i mentioned you know, average everyday uh, Canadians that are looking for a safe, a secure, um, and a convenient place to, uh, you know, to buy and sell the main cryptos available on the market right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I'm sure there's a big gap for, you know, many, many different demographics that they're trying to figure things out and it needs to be as simple as possible to just, you know, kind of bridge that gap. Um, so, Coinberry was recently granted regulatory approval to trade across all of Canada. Uh, do you want to speak to that a little and just talk about that process and, and about how regulation is, is currently uh, affecting crypto in Canada as well? Sure. So we started our um, sort of our journey down the regulatory path from day one, right? When we started the company, we were one of the first platforms to be registered with FinTrack back before it was necessary to do so. And we approached the Ontario Securities Commission uh, Launchpad, which is an initiative that they have for innovative businesses, um, about three years ago at this point in time. So it's been a very long um, you know, journey, but we believe in, you know, in the safety and security that regulatory oversight provides. And so you know, when we approached them, um, it was quite an interesting discussion because it, this was so new to them at the time. And ultimately through, you know, the most of the last three years, we've gone through a lot of discussions and meetings and walkthroughs uh, with the staff of the Ontario Securities Commission to get them comfortable with, with our platform, to walk them through the policies and the procedures and the safeguards um, and the insurances that we have in place, again, to give them comfort that our um, you know, platform is, is an acceptable level. Uh, to be granted uh, registered status and ultimately then mm -hmm. uh, you know at a point in time uh, the ontario securities commission brought us uh, to present to the uh, to the csa which is the um sort of uh, the the group that um all the security commissions from all the provinces are a part of and so we presented to all of the commissions uh, across all the provinces and territories had them uh, you know uh, become comfortable with our business and our team and again our policies and procedures and everything we have in place to safeguard uh, at the end of the day it's, it's all about safeguarding investor um, you know, investor assets and and putting investor interest top of you know top of mind kind of uh, and top of the priority um, order for us right and so after all of that um, I'm very happy to say that uh, in, in in late August we were indeed, granted registration uh, to offer our um, products across all of uh, across all of Canada and um, we're very happy to say that we're actually the first platform um, that's you know that, that's been born of the industry uh, that's a pure play crypto platform that actually received this registration status and uh, and the only one to actually offer our um, you know our, our users the ability to both fund with Canadian dollars but also bring crypto onto the platform. 
and also withdraw not only Canadian dollars, but also withdraw crypto that they've bought from us um, from the platform and be registered uh, to do so. So, you know, we're very excited to be, um, you know, to be sort of on the on the bleeding edge of, uh, of the regulatory framework um, and very happy to have, uh, you know, to have achieved this, you know, monumental goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what do you think this means for Canada going forward? And how is this going to kind of shape crypto regulation in Canada in the next, you know, three to five years? Well, I think in general, it's a very positive um, step forward. Uh, you know, I think that a balanced regulatory approach that balances both, you know, innovative companies and, um, you know, safety, security and convenience, um, on the other hand, is uh, is for the benefit of Canadians. And ultimately, um, you know, I see I see the regulatory um, sort of uh, participation in this industry increase with time as the regulators um, give registration to more companies. Uh, obviously, there are others that have applied. Um, ultimately, I think as the industry matures, as the regulatory framework matures, we're going to see more institutional um, and retail even traders that are currently sitting on the sidelines that are looking for regulated platforms to invest on. Um, and I think that's a positive sign going forward for the industry. And uh, and ultimately, it's a positive sign, I think, for you know even the price of you know Bitcoin and, and other cryptos, because the more interest, the more demand we have, obviously, uh, that drives up price at the end of the day. So um, I see this as uh, a sign of the of how the industry is maturing. And and I think that's a positive sign. And and I, I at the end of the day, it's important because it protects investors. It protects the clients. It protects the users. Because the last thing any of us want to see is another quadriga in Canada, right? So I think it's I think it's important that there's a balanced approach from the regulators. And I think it's important that um, companies that are serious about staying in this place, uh, in this space, uh, companies that are uh, you know, serious about making the, the investment in terms of time and energy and efforts and the money to get to a um, an acceptable level um, in terms of the way they operate uh, to become registered. It's important that these companies remain and it's important that those companies that are not willing to do what it takes, um, it's important that they leave um, the market because at the end of the day, again, it's all about investor interest. And the last thing we want is, is another you know disaster or fiasco, right? So... Uh, we have to keep that in mind and and i support what's going on right now with in terms of the regulatory um participation in the industry okay cool cool and um in terms of like uh how you guys deal with like taxes i know that coinberry is one of if not as you mentioned the only platform that currently helps people deal with uh with processing their taxes on their crypto can you talk a little bit about that because i'm sure that's a big kind of um, obstacle in a lot of people's minds when they're getting into crypto or that's something that they're very concerned about dealing with. Uh, but this would obviously make that a lot easier. Well, you know, it's interesting because I saw this um, uh, this little meme on, 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 I think it was Twitter a couple of weeks ago. I forget all the points, but the first point was, I was something like 2014, only uh, um, only um, like computer nerds use Bitcoin. And like 2015, only criminals use Bitcoin. And like 2016, uh, it was uh, like, um, I don't know. And it just kept going and going. And then 2018, it was like only small companies use Bitcoin. And now, and then jump to 2021, and it was like only small countries use Bitcoin. And as you know, today, um, <laughs> El Salvador became the first country to actually um, accept Bitcoin as legal tender. So, you know, I, yeah. I think the 
just the evolution of the acceptance and the, and the utility of Bitcoin amongst, you know, as just an example of the crypto asset class, but ultimately we're talking about Bitcoin right now. And, and so, you know, the utility and the usability of Bitcoin is, 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 is a proven fact at this point in time. If you think about it, you know, rewind back 10 years, did anybody imagine we'd have people you know, being able to pay taxes with Bitcoin or being able to, you know, pay for goods and services at a store with Bitcoin, like they're able to do it, you know, in El Salvador. Uh, I think most of us would say no, right? And that being said, here we are. And so I think it's very important for companies such as Coinbree that, you know, that are focused on working with the government, working with regulators, um, you know, providing safety and security and convenience to their clients to continue doing so because ultimately that's what drives innovation. And it's important to apply innovation to day-to-day -day settings, right? Because that then in, in turn um, increases usability and then that increases interest, that increases investment and then that whole sort, sort of that, you know, the, the interest once again funds innovation and that sort of circle continues. So when we um, when we approached the town of Innisfil, um, I think it was in 2018 at this point in time or 19, um, that was a that was a, that was a great innovative team team uh, in place there that was very open minded. Uh, a lot of people were very uh, interested and uh, and had actually owned Bitcoin of, of their own um, at at the town um, at the city like the, the town council um, not council the, the staff at the town that we were presenting um, to and so they were very well aware of what Bitcoin is and sort of the potential that it has and. Um, that was a great um, time for Coinbase because we indeed, uh, you know, I went in front of the city council. There was a vote, an unanimous decision that took place, and um, they became the first um, municipality in Canada to officially accept Bitcoin as a form of uh, tax payment, municipal tax payment. And uh, to this day, they continue to offer this to their residents, which I think is, uh, again, is a great um, testament to the um not only the innovative and forward-thinking nature of, of, of the town and the, and the mayor, but also uh, the importance of companies such as Coinbury to continue working and innovative and working hand-in-hand -hand with government and regulation to move this industry forward um, and, and make it more and more mainstream, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it seems like Coinberry is uh, is doing a lot of the first, so to speak, in Canada. Is there, uh, is there anything else that we should be expecting that you guys might be... Uh, doing first as well um well we are looking to go public later this year so that will be the first uh um i think the first registered uh, crypto platform in canada to go public in canada so hopefully we can get that in and our belt and over the next uh, uh you know four months um we're working very hard to make that happen awesome awesome um so what problems are is coinberry kind of setting out to solve in the crypto industry so I think the main problem that we see happen right now is ultimately is, is one that, you know, being registered was a, was a big step towards solving. And that's, and that's allowing um, for institutional retail investors to, for the mass, for the masses, right, in terms of institutional retail investors to have access to this asset class. Because ultimately, until that happens, this will remain a, um, I don't want to say a French industry, but it will not become um, mainstream. And so what our goal is, is, is really our focus and what we devote our time to is the creation of, you know, a safe, a secure and convenient platform that can give um, institutional investors that have a mandate where they can only invest in regulated platforms or through regulated platforms um, or retail investors that have an 
um, felt the comfort to do so yet to be to have exposure to the space. Um, what we are looking to create really is a sort of a hub where all your crypto needs um, and, and, and your ability to create and generate wealth through the access to crypto um, can be done in one place. And so that's sort of our vision and that's where we're heading towards um, is, is really to give um, Canadians that, that sort of wealth creation ability to liberate them, um, but to liberate them uh, you know, and give them access to you know, safety, security and, com- and convenience at the same time and not, you know, and, and do so in a very structured, sustainable and growth oriented uh, fashion. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense to me. What are some big changes that are in the works or that we might see very soon? I mean, you did mention uh, the company might be going public, but in terms of on the actual platform, is there any new features or anything like that we should be expecting? Yeah, so we're working on, you know, especially having gotten this registered status, um, we're working on a lot of very innovative products and services um, um, that we can now roll out having the status. I, I think some of the um, some of the things in the short term that our users are going to see is uh, uh, there will be some um, uh, suitability questions that will be asked of our users that will allow us to then... Um, Advice, uh, advice is probably not the right word to use, but will allow us to um, review how suitable a certain in- investment is for a, for a user. So, for example, there will be three categories of users. Uh, there will be accredited crypto investors, there will be eligible crypto investors, and there will be other users. Um, accredited crypto investors will um, will have no limits on the amount of crypto that they're able to purchase on the platform. Um, Eligible investors will have a limit of $100,000 that they will be able to purchase. Um, now, case in point, for example, if, if you're an eligible investor and you buy $100,000 worth of Bitcoin, Bitcoin goes up and now it's worth $200,000, you can sell that Bitcoin on Coinbase. There are no limits. And ultimately, there are no limits to how much you can sell on Coinbase. Um, the limits will only uh, be imposed on how much you can actually purchase within a 12-month period. Um, and it's important to note that um, there are four crypto assets that will have no limits for all the users on the platform. Uh, that's Bitcoin, that's Litecoin, that's Bitcoin Cash, and that's Ethereum. So those four will not have any limits, and any of our users that are able to onboard on the platform will be able to purchase any of those four without any limits being put in place. Everything else, the other 14 coins that we currently offer, um, again, depending on what uh, what um, uh, status, not status, what, what, what category of user you fall into, uh, you may have different limits. So as I was saying, eligible investor will have a limit of $100,000 and then uh, other, which is basically not accredited or eligible, will have a limit of $30,000 uh, per month that they will be able to buy. Um, again, that's that's not to say that, I mean, a user would be able to buy $30,000 worth and sell and then buy $30,000 again and then sell if they sell the full thirty. They just won't be able to have more than $30,000 worth of exposure um, at any given point in time um, over the last 12 months. Okay. Okay, cool. And uh, is there anything else that's kind of in the works or rather we haven't talked in quite some time. So maybe just updating our users or, you know, my followers rather on some of the changes that have happened over the past couple of years. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the company has grown phenomenally. 
Um, we have um, we have staff that's that's uh, you know phenomenal staff all over Canada now. We have staff globally. Um, we've brought on some phenomenal individuals. Um, uh, we're putting out PR statements soon, but we brought some phenomenal individuals from Mastercard. We brought in some phenomenal individuals from uh, Polymath um, and from Laurentian Bank as well. So there's uh, the, we're really working uh, worked hard on. Uh, really bolstering the team. Uh, we have a phenomenal uh, customer service department that we've built out to service, you know, quite a substantial influx of users over the last several years. Um, and so, you know, we focus really on building the team to allow us to continue to grow and, and you know, sustain us through our growth. Um, as it pertains to our users, I mean, hopefully they've seen an improvement, a massive improvement in our service levels. Um, uh, you know, as we have built out a team to um, to support us through our growth, um, you know, we have worked on on rolling out a number of new coins, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, we're at uh, 19 at this point in time, and as I mentioned, we, you know, we will continue to roll out new coins, and we're looking forward to very exciting, um, you know, coin offerings in the very near future. Uh, and we are looking at some super stellar um, products and services. As I mentioned, that I I I don't want to just let the cat out of the bag just yet, but uh, um, let's just say we're working very hard on, on making Coinbury that one-stop um, sort of crypto um, hub for all of your listeners and our users' uh, crypto needs and, and really working very hard to allow them to build wealth um, through crypto and not just simply, you know, buy and sell, um, you know, buy some Bitcoin and take it off the platform or buy some ETH and take it off the platform or buy some DeFi uh, you know, token and take it on the platform to stake elsewhere. So we're working very hard to to really create an amazing stellar um, user experience on the platform. You'll see some amazing changes in the near future. I can promise you that. Okay, awesome. So possibly some DeFi, possibly some lending or staking or something around there. All right, uh, cool, yeah, cool. <laughs> quite. <laughs> you can't say right. Those yeah, are all. Fine. Those are all very good um, guesses. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so where do you feel that Coinberry fits in with other uh, exchanges or if there are other brokerages in Canada? I'm not sure if there are, um, but where do you feel that Coinberry falls in that mix? How is it similar? How is it uniquely different? Well, like I mentioned, you know, we um, we we pride ourselves on, on, on being on the sort of leading edge of what's happening with this industry in Canada. Um, you know, we are the first pure play crypto company to receive registration with the OSC. Um, and, um, you know, we really value and, and focus on providing, you know, safety and security and convenience um, to our users. And there are a lot of other platforms in Canada right now that, um, you know, have varied offerings. Um, some don't allow their users to withdraw and fund crypto like we do. Uh, some don't have the um, the large amount of you know crypto cryptos that we have on our platform. Um, you know, while, whilst we um, whilst we do, there are other platforms that haven't really focused on uh, being regulated or really um, you know building their internal policies and 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 and, and their, all their internal procedures so that you know investor funds are. Uh, safe and secure, right? And so sometimes I think we see that, um, you know, platforms in Canada go out and they say, oh, we have the cheapest this or the lowest prices, but ultimately, uh, what are the risks that are involved when you start cutting corners? Um, and that that concerns me, right? So it really does concern me when um, sort of platforms don't take a serious 
uh, approach because again the last thing i want is for this industry to go through another fiasco in canada so um mm -hmm. you know we, we try to balance um a number of items so that we really are able to give our users that sort of safe and secure and convenient experience without really um exposing any one um uh, you know facet of our business or or or, or making it lag behind um, and I just, I just wanted. I'm looking forward to seeing more platforms take a serious position um, in the market, so that the industry as a whole can continue to mature uh, in Canada. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, in the next five years or so, where do you kind of envision Coinberry uh, in an ideal world? Because obviously, we know crypto is changing very rapidly. Um, so in the next three to five years, where do you kind of envision Coinberry being at? Well, I see, I see this whole industry, um, continue to sort of permeate through them, through the masses. And I see Coinberry becoming a leader, um, in Canada, uh, as a sort of a neo, uh, new, new financial institution, new bank with a very solid crypto, uh, foundation where, as I mentioned, all of our products and services will continue to be rooted in, um, you know, in, in, in crypto, but ultimately will allow more and more Canadians and, and even people beyond, um, you know, as we continue to expand internationally, um, we'll have, we'll, we'll give them a, a balanced offering of uh, not only a simple trading experience, but a simple way to create wealth, whether it's through lending, whether it's through um, borrowing, whether it's through, uh, you know, credit uh, services, but ultimately all rooted within a foundation of, of, of cryptocurrency and blockchain. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to specifically cover, whether it's regulation or something on Coinberry? Uh, I've gotten through all of my questions. So is there anything else that you'd like to touch on? No, I think it's just, uh, again, I just want to reiterate the fact that I think today's a very exciting day with what's happening in Salvador. And I'm looking forward to the day that, um, you know, Canada issues, uh, um, you know, its own Canadian blockchain based uh, digital dollar or ultimately starts accepting, um, uh, you know, Bitcoin as may as as legal tender as well. I think that would be a phenomenal move forward and, and a very bold and innovative move forward. And and I hope to um, I hope I hope that Canada really takes a, um, a strong position as a country in this industry because we have some phenomenal projects here um, that you know have have taken ground and have really been born within Canada. And you know, Coinbase being one of those, but there are others as well. Um, and so I think I think as Canadians, we have a very we have an amazing opportunity to take um, an even more so leadership role in the world as it pertains to this industry. And I really um, you know, look forward to seeing what, what else we're able to, as an industry, how we're able to move forward and what new innovative projects and, and, um, and, and ideas sort of um, will be born in the near future. And some of those I hope Coinbase will be able to support. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to see how things uh, play out. And it would be amazing if Canada could become more of a hub for crypto. Absolutely. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Everyone can go and learn more at coinberry.com. Uh, what are the socials that they can follow Coinberry? Where can they follow you? And uh, where, where can they learn more? Yeah, so you can definitely go to coinberry.com. Um, all of our social media links are available at the bottom of the page. Um, you can reach out to um, to our team through um, through coinbase.com, um, and uh, and we look forward to you know addressing all of your users' questions or concerns, and, and ultimately uh, all your listeners' questions and concerns. And uh, um, and again, I hope to see everybody check out Coinbase and uh, sign up for an account and check us out, and uh, um, ultimately the you know have a, have 
a really pos- prosperous um, you know future of being being exposed to and having the opportunity to uh, to buy you know Bitcoin, which right now is just super volatile, which is also super exciting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, thank you so much for uh, the work you guys are doing to help further uh, regulation in Canada and, you know, get us moving along more and and bring more innovation to crypto. So uh, thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. And thanks to your listeners for uh, tuning in.